Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Wednesday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is October 25th. Andy, how we doing? Brendan, the uh, NBA's back. I'm I'm ecstatic. I can't wait. Um, you know, Good. it is uh it was great watching hoops last night. I I I you know, we're there's a little crisp in the air here. I feel like I'm I'm oh, a week crisp. away a week away from space heater season in the shed. And uh, and last night I had the windows just wide open watching hoops, loving well, life, loving it's life. Good. What a great great game that uh, Warriors uh, Suns game was at that. End. That was that was a good game. I was home. I was watching hoops too, doing evaluations for approximately forty or eighty fifth and sixth you're grade like girls. And you're Sam Hinkie. Yeah, fifth, sixth grade girls evaluations last night. Seven. I got pulled in as a third party evaluator. You know. Can they get the ball to the hoop? Can they? they it's a good process. I, I don't know, but yeah, they're, well, this they're is just, what you're just like forty girls the decks out there. For your, yeah. uh, for your, I'm not. Nope. Your kids. I'm a third says, party evaluator. No, 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 no. I don't. I'm saying this no is, under him. This yeah. is the bed that you've made by doing by by stacking the decks in years past. Everybody looks at you as as the uh, as Kevin John's foremost talent evaluator. Kevin John. That's your that's your only the only suburb in Washington DC area in your head. It's Kevin John. Just like saying it over and over again. Oh well it's good that basketball is back because I don't I mean this World Series, Andy, I, I you know as a Cleveland native, I'm used to people popping by teams. Oh you know, nobody, the Cavs or whoever Cleveland does well, that's not going to be rating. So I'm sensitive to people who pop the smaller markets. Can, and, and I'm sensitive to that. But can I point something out? I have no interest in this World Series, and I don't think others will either. And I feel bad. I don't mean to pop you, Arizona or Texas, a fine market, but God, I, that that's just not doing it for me. I feel like we absolutely trashed the Diamondbacks a few weeks ago. You know? Well, they won like 83 games. Well, they I feel like we trashed the Diamondbacks. We trashed. There's no fans of the Diamondbacks. And maybe the greatest uh, litmus test of all time. I heard nothing from any Diamondback fan. <laughs> I, tr- I I said something about the Phillies and I got like, you know, oh, pop yeah. by, oh, I, yeah. the hordes came after me. I was getting texts left and right about well, how could you say that I about the, the Phillies? Yeah, I love the Phillies. Yeah. I said I, I demeaned the Diamondbacks and I heard nothing because there got- are no Diamondback fans. They don't exist. Nobody cares about the Diamondbacks. And I mean, like the Rangers are hardly a baseball team, too. I know that's I don't know what the deal is with that. It's just it's I mean, obviously, North Texas is a great sports market and a lot of baseball community up there. But I just the Rangers just 
it's a, a newfangled type deal, I guess, if you consider, I don't know, the 80s or 90s newish in baseball, which it would be. I, I don't know. Rangers have never done much for me either. But You know what uh, I think it is? Is it's just yeah. so freaking hot where those places are. How could anybody be fans? Yeah. Like nobody yeah. wants to go to a baseball game in the summer there. Yeah. I just remember the days of Juan gone. Gonzalez. That's like all I think about with the Rangers, Juan gone. All right. Um. And happier news, Andy, the World Golf Awards. Oh, I was going to ask you a question. What? I saw the live, live Awards. I was, I was going to, what do you think about the Cavs this year? Are you excited? I think so. I think all that matters, though, is that can we do something in the playoffs? Like, we could win 50-some games again. But, you know, it's a, I guess it's fine to have an interesting and exciting um, regular season team. But, you know, I'm not super bullish on their their championship prospects obviously but if they they need to win a series they need to sack up i have con- concerns about our coach after he got kind of pantsed in the but in the nick series he's, and then you know mobley's gotta sort of mobley mobley's gotta take a, a step up a little bit i would say not not to put too much pressure on the fella, young fella well but i feel how- like you guys have you know made this bed by getting mitchell right you know, if you were just uh, if you just had Mobley and uh, and Garland, you'd be just like this happy, young, flourishing team. Everybody no, be no. like, Wait, what oh, the, look, what, what? this young team. That's a loser's is... mentality. I'm Go just for saying, it. I'm just pointing out. I'm just we well, you're gonna lose. We made a good bet. You're, you're gonna lose. A... You're gonna lose Mitchell in like a year to New York. That's fine. That's fine. When you're the Cavs, you, you when you're a Cleveland market, you take your swings, you take your chances where you get them. You got the young core that can Listen, come up and what? Either bed, either bed, either bed. I'd love to be laying in because my Bulls are maybe yeah. the most depressing franchise in in the NBA with zero. Just run into a dead end. They're they're they have the pedal to the metal, flooring it to a cliff, and it's you know the the train's just going to go off the cliff and in two years and we're going to be one of the most depressing franchises in sports it's kind of inexcusable just what the you know we don't need to get into it but what the bulls have been more or less since like 1998 it's just and the great like the you know second or third biggest city in the country a basketball market just it's just inexcusable, but we don't need, you know, everybody knows this. The owner It's the stinks. biggest basketball market in this, in the country. When you consider we don't split, we don't have a split Two fan teams. base like, yeah. like LA and New York. Yeah. It's yeah. the but same it, thing with football. Football is even more inexcusable. We have, well, we have totally, the, totally. I mean, the, yeah. the entire sports ecosystem in Chicago, the ownership all should be but, ashamed. I'll say the Bulls had the 90s. The Bears did not. And so you're just paying this penance for the 90s, I guess, right now. So you had it good at least a little bit in your lifetime. The the, the younger, well, the Gen Z or whatever it is after us haven't had much. We had, D Rose. we had D Rose for three years. A cup of coffee. Yeah, you, you greatly overinflate Derek Rose and just say what could have been this, that, and the other. What, but, they, but were, he was the, fine they were better, for a couple of years. The better he was than good. The heat. He was a good player for a year or two. Um, all right, let's get to the World Golf Awards. Andy, I did golf. not know what the World Golf Awards <laughs> were, but if they gave out award for best GM, they probably would have given one to Garpax. I don't know what's going on with these World Golf Awards. Uh, I heard I, that Liv, Liv won some awards, but they were the came only ones up for the awards? 
Yes, it came across my desk. Live Golf tweeting on Wednesday, or I'm sorry, Tuesday afternoon. We're proud to announce that Live Golf has received multiple honors at the 2023 World Golf Awards. Well, what's that? World's Best Golf Event of the Year, Live Golf Adelaide. Also won World's Best Golf Innovation. They don't say what that innovation is. <laughs> is it just Live Golf in general? Is it the leaderboard? Is it the match play for? What is it? They just... There also are no other awards. I, there are no other you, people up for these awards. There's no other contenders. What? Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Who do you think, who would you be least surprised would win Best Golf Innovation over Live within this made, made believe, make-believe awards? Uh, the the Oracle t- Taylor made driver Red Bull <laughs> driver with the with the spoilers and the DRS on it that makes the ball go farther. What? What would you Just, guess? I don't know. <laughs> I could see. Uh, I could see maybe a uh, a like one of these restaurant um, oh. things, like a, maybe the Tigers restaurant. <laughs> Well, this is the thing. All right, so World's Golf, Best Golf Event, Adelaide. Best Innovation, also Live Golf. No no details on what that is. Golf Business of the Year, Performance 54. There, they're basically oh, there the Live Golf operators. In bed with Golf Course Designer of the Year, 2023, Gregory Norman. No what the way. hell is going on? Yes. Oh, hey, can yeah. Can we talk about something else on that what? topic? Golf yeah. Course Architect of the Year. Yeah. Do you see there's a there's a golf course that's not even open that got into golf.com's top 100? What is it? The Lido? What no, what was it? It's that uh it's Cabot St. Lucia. Really? It's not open. <laughs> it opens in November, but somehow cracked the top 100 in the world. That's huh. Interesting. So I mean, just to uh, this, just to establish, so we got Norman Performance Fifty Four. Uh, what else do we have? Country winners. Let's do country winners. Trump International Golf Links was Scotland's best golf course of the year. Old course sham. No, let's go to Trump International. I assume that's Turnberry. The Belfry won England's best golf hotel. The Brabazon. I have heard Brabazon. it's a great hotel. Well, the England's best golf course went to the Brabazon or Brabazon. What's, what's that? I I don't know. I don't know what it means. The um, do, how do these how do they expect to have award when it's was best golf course? Like that doesn't change year to year. I right. Well, this was an Abu are they Dhabi. Give, are they? It, this seems like just. I think one of the things we need to do if we want to if we want to make it big, we should start our own awards. Just so we could get people that pay for the awards year year after year, you know, best golf course. We could have best golf course in 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 I mean, Kenya, and try to sell it to the the magical Kenya Open course. World's best golf TV channel. Well, not a particularly deep. No, but not a particularly deep <laughs> field. NBC Golf Channel. As far as I know, there's only one golf TV. What about TV CW? Channel. I well, maybe they could have given it to CW. World's best golf course. So the best golf course in the world, 2023. It's got to be. It's got to be that course in uh, Singapore, Sentosa. You got it. How the hell oh. did you guess that? Because <laughs> they they're sending me marketing emails all the time. I think when I had when we had no followers, oh, yeah. they were trying to get me to go yeah. to Singapore oh, yeah. to visit Sentosa. 
I've got some junket opportunities to go to Singapore. <laughs> Sentosa Golf Club, the Serapon course in Singapore. World, how did you guess that? That's incredible. The world's best golf course. Never mind Augusta National, the old course. The 2023 world's best golf course is Sentosa Serapon. Well, uh, what? Go ahead. I, in the club's general manager, I think the I think the golf arc. Somebody with the club. Oh, it's Andrew Johnston. Andrew Johnston, not, not beef. me, not beef, and not though. me. Yep, was not, yeah. was leading the renovation years ago. I, I'll never forget that. You know. Um, all right, let's do one more. World's best golf city destination. World's mm. best golf city destination, twenty twenty three. Now there's. Ooh. You know, a ton of great golf, Monterey. What could it be? It feels like it could be like Vietnam, right? Aren't they dumping a ton? (laughs) Holy shit! Two for two. Hanoi, Vietnam is the world's best golf city destination. Did you look at these? No, I did not look at these. This is all. This is just. I mean, you're you're right in my wheelhouse here. All like, the, the PR this, emails. Yeah, the world, this is this is, this is clearly... golf course. This is a golf course. Like guessing who's spending the most money for golf uh, golf marketing. This is this is right. Hanoi is the best destination city if, in the world of golf in 2023. Uh, and Sentosa. I don't. Uh, there's a bunch of others. Just, but yes, these are the awards that Liv got. This makes like the Golf Writers Association of America awards seem, you know, where a bunch of writers give themselves awards sometimes for aggregations, pure straight aggregations. Won an award once. Uh, I, I'm not a part of the GWA, but many fine folks are. Uh, I'm just, yeah. That that award ceremony is a, is a, you know, a weekly source of amusement during the Masters for for several of us. Um. That's your World Golf Awards. Congrats to Liv on the innovation. Greg Norman, a designer of the year, performance, the whole lot. That's very good. We're happy for, for Congre- Liv Golf. Congrats to Sentosa. You know, this is... <laughs> uh, the Brabazon. Incredible. Good good Bra- for them. Brabazon being the best course in England. Uh, is, is, I, I got to put that on my list. I I didn't have it on my list of busties and... Uh, now, now, thanks to that, I, I have that uh, Brabazon golf course. Brabazon golf course. I was, Here we go. I was, I was happy that they, to see Liv it's, touting those. Oh, it's what? at the Belfry. Oh, so they won the hotel. Yeah. Best hotel. And then by another name, they also won the best course. So you can tell who's spending money there with well, this, this award ceremony. What? I mean... Honestly, my next UK trip is just going to be visiting Ryder Cup courses. So I was going to get to the Brabazon. You know, that was I was going to do a flourish of go visiting to... Ryder Cup courses, finishing at at Adair Manor. You know, I don't. I think you got to go to Hanoi first before you do that little tour. <laughs> I was thinking total... about maybe a New Zealand or Australia trip this winter, but all plans that. have changed. Hanoi is is the Hanoi. spot I'm going. Up to Sentosa. Do the Hanoi to Sentosa swing and then get back to California. All that's right, that's your people, World Golf that's Awards. That's what the people want. It's a slow October. Yeah, World Golf Awards here at the top. Um, let's do... Hey, do you know, did you see Thomas Peters' uh, uh, Instagram post? No. No, I don't I don't follow Thomas Peters. Maybe I should, though. Yeah. Not, well. you know, all your all Illinois, right. Illinois boys. What did he say? He said... How do I sum up my 2023 live golf season? Well, it was by far the most interesting season I've ever had. 
I mean, it feels like that's saying a lot without saying a lot. Interesting is just the most, he's a nice guy, interesting guy. I mean, that's a, that is not, you know, exuberant it's, praise. It doesn't feel like a, a big, um, I, I don't feel like that was a, um, a good thing, a good compliment. Well, for, you got a guy who's like a Euro tour diehard, likes to be, see the world, and now he's with you know Range Goat Bubba in Oklahoma Talore going around. Who and knows Gastonia, where? Gastonia Harold Varner, <laughs> right? It's kind wouldn't of actually amazing what team he's on. Wouldn't say that's the most worldly trio, or I mean, I'm not saying they're bad. It's just not you know a guy that's a Euro type. And it wants to see play different places going around with those. Um, that's, the, that's the thing. Do you think their team dinners really satisfy uh, <laughs> what Thomas is uh, looking for? I mean, remember what was Bubba's champions dinner? It was like chicken fingers, <laughs> frings, fries and onion rings, something like that. I don't remember. So, yeah, probably not Thomas's deal. Um, Frank, do you we're, say frings? Is that, yeah. like a, is that an expression? Is that what people it call a, fries and onion rings? No. I, they might. It was an expression my friends and I would say. It's like a joke to make fun of just people getting garbage food. You want to get, look at them just eating frings. Uh, we also had the Cleveland salad. We'd call it where you just get like the salad that's 3,000 calories with basically chicken fingers on it, a hunk of cheese, and like two pieces of lettuce. We'd make some of these like Buffalo Wild Wings type places. Frings. Um, Let's talk about Bubba. I didn't plan to go here. Rex Hoggard, great reporter, was down at Liv uh, Doral. Got a lot of guys to talk about the framework agreement. They don't sound bullish. They sound like it's going in the tank. We don't want to go back. They don't want us. The same people on both sides are negotiating this, and it's an impasse. It's not happening. It seems like it was just done to end the litigation, and these, they're, you know, we're going on. We're ahead, full steam ahead. So Bubba, he got some guys to quote Rex, great uh, reporter. She should get one of those Gua Awards, Association Awards. So, you Do know, you think great he should have gotten one of the World Golf Awards? Yeah, sure, sure. For I don't know what the, whatever category they want to make up. To it's hand a kind of a award. bummer they didn't have Best Reporter as an award. Who do you think would have won? I, I knew you're going there, and I, was, I, yeah, I, I don't want to besmirch. I, I don't know. The SI golf rankings should have won the best reporter. I, I don't know. I don't want to get too, too into it. Um, Rex. So he talked to these guys. Bubba. They, everybody's got a solution. Everybody's got ideas. Just again, Liv sort of benefited from their guys being quiet, right? You remember when they first came on the scene and they had these press conferences and they all just kind of came off quite, you know, detestable after putting, you know, $40 million in their pockets. Well, here they are again. They're talking again. And you're reminded why the best solution or the best strategy may be just to lay low for their guys. Bubba, again, he says, we'd ask, talking about what what are these potential solutions forward? Again, they say that it seems like the framework agreement's not happening, but what, what would be a solution? We'd ask for the top 15 on the live money list, uh, but maybe top 10 to get into all the majors. Top 15 of 48 just doesn't seem <laughs> like, like a proportionate amount. I know they've got some stars, but that's that's ridiculous. 30%. <laughs> We still do our thing, travel the world, country to country, and the PGA Tour would be the same, and our top 15 gets into majors. 
I mean, Dude, Bubba, let's well, be honest. Hold on. Bubba is not the swiftest deer in the forest. So He's not the be... sharpest knife in the shed. He's sharpest knife in the drawer like bubba is let's be honest right can you and he's imagine, got all these can Go you ahead. imagine after the after the wraparound season series like the wraparound season if like by march we started letting in the top 30 percent of the fedex cup in what would happen we have some weird names and majors so like top if you start, to, start doing the top 30 percent of live you know, it's like we're one one good week away from Jed Morgan teeing it up in the Masters. <laughs> right. <laughs> Top 15 on the money list. So Bubba, just a solutions guy again, you know, he's in between serving candy at the candy shop. This part I have thought about. If you give the PGA Tour a live golf team or two and let them interchange their guys onto those teams, that's the way you can make a for-profit business for them. So Bubba just saying... You know, PJ Tour, take a live team or two, and you can interchange the four guys, and that's your for profit business. So you're talking about giving eight guys to the beach, eight spots to the PJ Tour membership. Bubba, maybe not four. the sharpest knife. Maybe four. Not, <laughs> maybe four. So just top 15 for us and all the majors. You guys get a team or two for your entire membership. Bubba, just the realistic solutions guy. Then if you, you got Chuck. If you were going to make a PGA Tour live team, who would it? Who would you put on it? I mean, Can, I, Cantley, Xander. That's a good question. Scott Piercy probably would be a good one. Hoffman, Chuck Hoffman, maybe tough Charlie boy. Hoffman. Yeah, tough boy. Another Chuck had another. Qu- do you think well, Chuck ahead. Hoffman has tough sheds everywhere in his backyard? <laughs> what, is, what tough sheds? I think that's a brand. Oh, okay. It's like a it's tough shed, tough shed, T U F F shed. And they make com. sheds. Yeah, they make backyard sheds. I know all about this. You know, I'm in the shed oh, yeah, game. The shed boy over there. So another tough, Charles. Tough shed. Tough shed is America's leading provider of installed storage buildings and garages. It's T U F F shed. Sure, I'm sure there's a lot of brands that just you know have a play on words to not spell tough the right way, and, and yeah. Uh, Charles Howell III also talked to Rex Hoggard. Golf at the highest level deserves to be together. Well, Charles, you know, you might have had a hand in why that's not the case. Like, what are these guys doing? They're just running away. Golf at the highest level deserves to be together. No shit. You guys just blew it up two years ago. Like, I'm not saying you didn't. What? You did this, man. Like, what are you talking about? When the fan turns on the television on the weekend, the best players in the world should be playing in the same spot. Okay, you guys just created a new tour. What is this quote? Now, I'm not smart enough to know shit, to figure out how to get there. I trust there are people who are smart enough. Look at this guy. Chuckles three sticks, made a billion dollars, never winning on the PGA Tour, saying everybody should be on the same spot when the fans turn on the television. He ran from the tour. He created the two separate tours, part of this. And then second that part of the quote. The quote that, would, that should be the golf award, world, uh, world Golf Awards quote of the year right there. Now I'm not smart enough to figure out how to get there. He's got thoughts, but not smart enough. Hot X. Kevin, now let's go one more again. Rex Hoggard, uh, great I, report. The cap, captain of the Ironheads. Kevin, uh, nah. One of I the best, really... ca- best captains <laughs> in live golf. Maybe captain of the year. Captain, <laughs> captain of the year. 
Kevin, nah, I don't really need to play any PGA Tour events, but I wouldn't mind playing a couple on sponsors' exemptions. Again, these guys just want it all. Chuck wants everybody to be in the same spot. Bubba wants half the tour to get into all the majors. So, Kevin, nah, I don't need to play, but I take a couple sponsors' exemptions. I'd like to play three to four events on sponsors' exemptions. I don't mean this in a disrespectful way, but people ask me, you guys want to come back to the PGA Tour? Kevin, I love the tour and I'm grateful for the tour, but for me, I'm content playing less. No shit. Your team can't even get out of the first round. It's clear you don't like playing uh, more because you guys can't advance and you, you're completely irrelevant. Kevin, now the 12th seed, last place Ironheads, content playing less. Don't mean to be disrespectful, but I take a couple sponsors exemptions. I mean, that's your live golf, the state of live golf player sentiment. Now, I don't know what's going on at the executive level. Presumably, there's a little more serious recommendations or discussions. But again, this was just a reminder, Rex Hoggard, of sort of when the players open their mouth, <laughs> it might not be the best uh, PR strat for Live Golf. Good PR strat is advertising with the Shotgun Start podcast. Hey, maybe, look at that. maybe, maybe, maybe. But our friends at Beedratty have done that now since our inception, five years plus. They've been with us, have gotten us to all sorts of different majors, events, Scotland, uh, supporting us, outfitting us. I mean, I look semi-decent at even things like basketball tryouts or basketball, basketball evaluations. evaluations. Yeah, I've You're, got my Proctor hoodie you, you wore your Proctor hoodie? I did. You, I had my, my little Proctor hoodie I feel like that would be like a basketball scout attire. You know, you wear a hoodie, a nondescript hoodie, you know, go in there. You don't want to look too snazzy. Is that how you're describing their clothes? No, no, I'm not not saying nondescript. I'm just saying you don't go in there as an evaluator in like a suit, you know? Yeah. Try and and look like just a normal guy, right? You don't want people to know you're the evaluator. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I I stuck out. Believe it or not, I stuck out amongst the sea of fifth grade girls, sixth grade. I I did stand. There were a couple. Like there were no parents allowed. Were nervous that you were around? Um. I don't think so. I mean, I, I mean, my son is in fifth grade, so they know my son, and I'm like, oh god, and then, you know, are you Max Dad? And then I just, I don't want to deal with that. I don't Could know what's you have going turned down the grade. evaluator gig? Probably, probably. I don't think I'd want the the pressure of being the out evaluator oh, guy. It's power, power, man. It's like power hung. You know, you, you, I would. You I don't want to no, grade. I don't want to grade people. You know, I don't want to. It's very, it's very, it's not stressful at all. It's like, can these six get the ball to the hoop? They, they're on the team. Then you're good. Um, so I, I had like my proctor. I feel like evaluation should be confidential. I feel like you're letting the, the cat out of the bag here. I haven't said anyone's name. I haven't said anything. <laughs> this is the, get out of here. I was completely uh, high integrity. The, the people of Kevin John deserve better. World Golf Awards for best, most, uh, highest integrity evaluator goes to me. I'm giving that to myself. <laughs> I was there was no, uh, there's third party straight down the middle go uh, evaluation in my Proctor hoodie. I used the <laughs> you could use the promo code SGS30 to get thirty percent off. If you too want to look good for your fifth grade girls evaluation, you go to bdratty.com. I got the ZR Champ hoodie on right now. It's a splendid uh, piece. I really like it. Itch. Splendid piece. Look at you using the f- different terms like that. Uh, ZeroRestriction.com. I think you also get SGS yeah, 30. SGS 30. On that. They got the That's, collegiate gear right now. They have that at both. 
Yeah. Yeah. Collegiate. They have Illinois. What's Illinois basketball? The kid at Georgetown from Illinois apparently is lighting it up in scrimmages and practices. They took somebody. So last year or two years ago, they ran off um, Brandon Podzimski, who ended up going 19th in the draft. He couldn't play at Illinois. Goes to Santa Clara. Is arguably the greatest, the best guard in college basketball. Goes 19th in the draft to the Warriors. This year, they lose Jaden Epps, a point guard, another point guard, <laughs> to Georgetown. And we're getting reports of him scoring 46 <laughs> against Wake Forest in a scrimmage. <laughs> Meanwhile, Illinois <laughs> has no point guard. <laughs> And uh, has a roster full of guys who can't shoot, but they're still 25th in the in the country. I think it's going to be it's going to be like a frustrating year of Illinois hoops, like the most frustrating like team it. to watch. They're going to score like 52 points a game. Oh God, I hate that. That's they're going to shoot 20. They're going to shoot 20 percent from three point. They have <laughs> three, they might start three guys that shot under 50 percent from the free throw line last year. Like they if you're doing, if you want to talk about yeah. basketball evals, right? Like, can can they shoot free throws? No, sign them up for Illinois basketball. They had a guy, they're one of their point guards. They're back. I guess he's a backup. He'll be like their sixth man. He he got to the free throw line in that CAA tournament, and they flashed his season statistics. He shot nineteen. He was at nineteen percent from the free throw line. And then he missed two free throws. <laughs> they have another guy who shot 37% who's going to have the ball in his hands all the time. 37% from the free throw line. That's How so are you awful. playing D1 basketball That's at tough. like a forward or a point guard position? Right. How is that possible? How is right. that? Po- That's what I ask. You better be How good is it possible to be that bad at free throw shooting? How Like, are they... Are they dissuading practicing free throws? Like how this is like a free throw shooting is like a barometer of if you're going to be a good shooter in general. Yeah. Yep. And then they got a big guy, Dane Danger, the danger zone, who shoots like 50 (laughs) percent. I mean, it's Illinois, Illinois sports minute. It sounds like there's a lot of enthusiasm for the basketball season. And to show, share that enthusiasm, you can go to Zero Restriction or be dratty and get some Illinois gear. Using Listen, promo code SGS30. People are excited, but Illinois is ah, like maybe the most irrational fan base ever. And I yeah. can't get over that three of your six best players on your team can't make a fucking free throw. Brad Underwood. All right. BDratty.com, SGS30. Thanks for their support. I'm going to watch every game, and I'm going to be yelling oh, every t- game. Why? Well, that that this is what happens. You're a fan. You're a fan. This is, what, this is the, the, the bet you make, right? You know, you yeah. watch the Browns every game, even though they're... Uh, do I? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I, I don't know if I watch every game. I, I, but Almost yeah, There were a lot game. of shitty games I watched, but... Uh, more people will probably watch Illinois basketball than live golf final CW. This is news Saturday, 144,000 Sunday, 152,000. This is according to sports TV. They're giving away $50 million. And this is what you're getting. 
Now, these were higher than the Zozo, but I will say the Zozo was overnight. Zozo is also not the showpiece, not their team finale. I mean, the, the, their signature event, all these things. So, uh, yeah, it was a higher rating than the overnight Zozo, but not not a good rating there. Let's get to... You know uh, what that, if that comes down to per person? What was it, 144,000? Something like that, yeah. I closed it already. All right. 152 Approx- for Sunday, I think it was. <laughs> So 144, if you do the calculations of 50 million divided by 144,000, it's $347 per per viewer. viewer. Now, obviously, that's not fair. You got to aggregate up all the viewers on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. We didn't do that, but it gives you an idea. How many people would have watched if they gave gave them 100 bucks to watch? Let's just just multiply this amount. A good amount. Right? Be amazing if some telecast started to pay you to watch it. Yeah, we'll rebate your bundle. And I was one of those people. I was one yeah. of the people that watched. <laughs> you were, but I don't think you have a Nielsen box, do you? You know, just I don't understand this rating thing. I watched on via the CW app. Of course not. Yeah, it's it's, it's such a sham. But you know, millions of dollars in ads are they're spent on it. So. Um, same with internet traffic. There's a bunch of whatever people cooking the books in that regard too. Um, all right. And schedule for the week. traffic apparently. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Schedule for the up, week. Dig under the hood of, of, uh, podcast, uh, certain, certain outlets, uh, podcast, uh, numbers, YouTube, all that stuff. Um, Golf, uh, this is a uh, schedule for the week. LPGA Tour, we have the Maybank Championship in Kuala Lumpur. Uh, we missed that, the Sim Classic, but you still get the Maybank Championship in Kuala Lumpur. Um, it's a first plane of a no-cut event, which uh, that will be on Golf Channel 10 to 3 a.m. Wednesday, Thursday, no-cut Friday. Event? First plane of this no-cut oh. tournament is what okay. it's called. Uh, Celine Boutier, Corpus, Brooke Henderson, Jin Young Ko, handful nelly corda's playing rose jane so good good field and a three million dollar purse that's overnight golf on the european tour we have the commercial bank cutter masters in doha cutter it's the last full field event of the dp world tour the the pga tours minor league uh circuit their feeder tour this is their last full field event uh so at the sad cutter masters yeah. yeah once we get back into those flashbacks you know We'll get, we're going to feel really sad about what's going on with the European tour. Loner, but we got a Bernie Loner. I heard you were poking, poking around, uh, poking around Lee Trevino part two. I was, I was, it's coming. It's any minute now. It's going to drop. I get to November. Team. We could, we could do some damage. I just got to well, get to, I got, I've, I've got to do year in review. Trying to run out the clock. I'm running fullback dives right now with my travel schedule. Um. Yeah, I'm ready for member guest. I'm. I'm getting out there. This. I'm the next one to travel of this arrangement. Next one. But you got. You're right after home that game for me. Yeah, home game. True home game. Yeah. The um. Excited. Our events are live, by the way. Oh yeah. Friday events. No, Friday it's, it's seven p.m. today. Oh, I'm sorry. Not as we record. Yeah. Seven for members Eastern. only. Club, Club TFE. TFE. Sign up for Club TFE if you want to come. Events. Is there an event that jumps out to you about the early wave while we're here? Uh, we got a we're first about wave events. that we've shared. Lookout Mountain looks pretty cool. The Rock Hammer, as we we 
called we came to that name over a handful of bottles of wine on whatever it was thursday night well, last the reason week. we had somebody that was part of the construction crew yes. there at, yep. we asked them what the name should be said the rock hammer because we spent hours just drilling into the rock that the like golf sheet. course sits on yeah sheet rock yeah trying to you know, reclaim features and things like that so that's emblematic of the thought that goes into these events i will say i'm mostly a bystander i try to help where i can with these um, you will, others on the team, Meg, uh, spend a lot of time and effort making these really special. I think like you go to these, you're going to see a great course at its best. You're going to play two different courses. The way we go out there and change pins, change, uh, T markers. Uh, it, it's like, I don't know, it, it, a lot of thought and effort goes into making these. And also I would say seeing a little bit behind the scenes, the effort, uh, the, the, the goal is not to buy a boat with these things. We're not putting our, like, we want to make these real, we want to get to cool places, celebrate community, like people who are like-minded, uh, meet new people, and make like a little bit of money. The, the price of these is not putting our kids through college. Uh, I know that some uh, people try to figure that out. Arguably, there's a, there's a business uh, case to, to not do these. <laughs> As we've been told. So... We're doing. We just want to have a bunch of good events, good it's places, cool places. It's yep. about community and giving people the opportunity to see places they otherwise wouldn't be able to see. Um, and uh, yeah, I think that's the 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 pretense of the events. Um, so, honestly, yeah, like we've, I've I've been told by multiple people you shouldn't be doing these. Um, so. Just give you an idea. We are not getting rich. And a lot of times people zoom in on like the the most expensive events and be like, why are they charging? That's probably the event we're making the least amount of money on. <laughs> and if we were doing these to make a ton of money, we probably wouldn't do them at all because it would be gouging and it would be uh, absurd. And we wouldn't want to do that. Uh, we wouldn't want to be that guy. It would look like, you know, we're just, you know, dropping in on courses and ripping off people who are our, our members and customers. That's the last thing we want to do. So we're pumped. We got Lookout Mountain. We got the park. We've got Wikopa for Club TFE members. We've got Charleston Muni and Lake Merced. Am I missing any here in this first wave? A bunch more coming in the summer, late spring and fall. We are going different courses around the country, different regions, public, private, different you know uh, designers and architects. So we're fired up to have that first wave live. If you're a Club TFE member, you get uh, first access for a week before they open up to the public. And I think I would expect many sell out uh, with Club TFE members only, quite honestly. So that's that's event of the week, I guess. Is uh, No, Club no. TF- event of the week's the Asian Pacific Am. I, I've been ready I, to I, go. I, I'm ready to go right. here. Asian right. Pacific Am is, is the event of the week. We got a master spot on the line. Um, Royal Melbourne. Yeah, Royal Royal Melbourne. Melbourne. That will be on ESPN, a mix of ESPN2 and ESPN Plus overnight. So I've got the TV schedule here. It is Thursday night, one to or morning, wherever you are, one to four a.m. Eastern time on ESPN2. Same for Friday. Then Friday, 10 p.m. Eastern time is the third round, 10 p.m. into 1 a.m. And Saturday, 11 p.m. into 2 a.m. So you watch college football all day. You flip on a little Royal Melbourne at 11 p.m. or 10 p.m. on Friday and Saturday. That's on ESPN Plus those last two days at Royal Melbourne. Uh, looks breezy there early in the week. Lucas Michelle shared video of uh, just sand being blasted out of bunkers, trees 
swaying to and fro. Uh, will be a great overnight watch with the Masters berth on the line and a bunch of young talents, young studs uh, at Royal Melbourne. So that's your event of the week, as it should be. Uh, that's all I got for schedule. We got it's really light. Maybank Cutter. The St. Andrews events going on right now, as you listen, collegiate. Uh, they played the Jubilee course the first two days and uh, playing the old course today. But that's going to be over by the time you listen to this. That's your schedule for the week. What else do we have here? Um, card chases, Q school. We'll do that another time. News. Do you have anything going on in the Epson tour? <laughs> Just want to make sure we. <laughs> Uh, Annika joins Augusta. This is news that got out. Catnip call uh, picked up right away. Annika fitted for a green jacket. She is a member of Augusta National. I believe it's the seventh uh, woman member at that uh, club. Congrats to Annika. Yeah, congrats to Annika. Um, The Schwab Cup is over. This was an article on GolfDigest.com. I want to shout out to Harrison Frazier for winning the Dominion Energy Classic. We didn't, we neglected to mention him on uh, Monday's recap show. Harrison Frazier sounds like a total class act, by the way. But he he won that first playoff event. He has no chance of winning the Schwab Cup. So this is Golf Digest. Can I give a compliment to the Senior Tour, the Champions Tour here? Wow. This is the way it should be. This is a season race. This is what the PGA Tour is. It's not a playoff. The PGA Tour masquerades around like this is some sort of playoffs like you're watching with baseball or, you know, this is not it's not a playoff. It's a season long race and good on the the Champions Tour for just awarding the winner. Now, I don't think the Champions Tour necessarily wanted this to get out. I think they were going to try and you know, you don't think mis- it does much? I think they're running a misdirection. I think they're going to run a counter. They, you know, notice that they did not make the announcement. They didn't mention it on the no. telecast. No, no, this was this was good journalism. This deserves a journalism uh, award. This might have been the golf writer of the year. Yeah, yeah. golf writer of the year award for Busting doing the, the Schwab Cup. <laughs> yes, doing the the, yeah. the calculations on their own and and coming to a conclusion. So I will say, good on the Ch- Ch- Champions Tour for not succumbing to some artificial make believe playoff fantasy land that the PGA Tour la- lives in, and uh, and having do a, a real lot. playoff. Hey, doesn't do, do a see- lot for their championship though. If you see somebody sent me a giant live under par sticker? No. You got a sticker? Oh, was that just buried somewhere under the moat? They found that and sent <laughs> yeah, it to somebody you? sent Where'd it they... to me. I still wear my live under par socks. Do you They're think I should put socks. this on my laptop? It's so big. No, no. <laughs> Where should I Is put it a this? magnet or a sticker? It's like a full blown sticker. No, don't put that on giant anything. sticker. Just, just, no. I mean, this Give thing that away is. This thing's like what would you say? It's, it's probably husky. two and a half by. It's like a seven. license plate. It looks approximate license plate size. Should That's I a put big it on my car? Should I put it on the back no. of my car? <laughs> Just driving around Central California, <laughs> live under par sticker. What um, should I do with this thing? Just keep it in your desk. I don't get the appeal of stickers. I've got a million stickers that people send me. They include their package. They're just all in my desk drawer. I'm not putting stickers on stuff. I'm just not. My wife would probably kill me, too. I just start putting stickers on things all around the house or on the car. They're not going for that. Um, Schwab Cup. I just got to give the hard sell here. 
article, Ryan Harrington golf digest Stricker holds a 1.9 million point lead. There's only 1.7 million points total over the last two events. So he holds that lead over the Alker boy. He skips Richmond, the first playoff event. And then he got the hard sell for the big season finale. And while Stricker could also pass on next week's Timber Tech Championship and the Charles Schwab Cup Championship season finale, he is expected to play at least once. So he may expect it to show up once, maybe, for it to collect I mean, his truck. I feel Doesn't like he, have has, to. he has to show up to Phoenix. I Maybe he just doesn't have to. I think that would be the... I won six times. I won ma- multiple majors. Alpha move. Ship me my trophy. You can have your little event for second place. Consolation tournament in Phoenix. I think that would be hilarious. I mean, this is kind of... I think this is kind of like the race to Dubai. I mean, like... You got like, was that Rory and Rom, right? Yeah, and, and like I think Rory's not playing anything until the sure. last event. He's just flying for the last event to try and win, win the event, win the right. whole thing. <laughs> why amazing. would you? Well, it's yeah. the feeder tour to the PGA Tour, so you know it's, why would I he? Mean, spend I wrote time? about that in the newsletter. It's yeah, yeah, that's. that's it's codified now. It's officially in writing the way they're doing the exemption trade off. Top 10 for us, 126 to 200 for you. And that's just the way it is. And, they, and you can you play well, you can earn your tour status back to the big leagues via their top 10 exemption now. So, uh, not great, but it, it, that's long. That's been the trend now for 10 years. It's just officially in writing now. Um, all right. I think that does it for news. You got anything else? I had a few other odds and ends, but we don't need to USGA going to Pinehurst for a bunch more events, but doesn't say where, which Pinehurst course necessarily. Women's AM, Junior AM, Girls Junior, USAM, um, Adaptive Open, which they've had there. That's going back to Pinehurst. I think that covers it uh, for news. All right. Everyone enjoy your Wednesdays. We'll be back with you on Friday. Send golf advice emails to sgsgolfadvice at gmail.com. We'll hit that on Friday. We're posting those to YouTube. We'll talk to you then.